Ten to One, Episode Fifty-Three. Top Ten Pets. Where we make top ten lists about everything. I'm Melissa Kozer, and I'm Brian Kozer, and we're here again, live from Orlando, with one more special guest, Micah Busey. Yay! Welcome to the podcast, friend Micah. Hi, thank you, friend Brian and friend Melissa. So, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us why you are qualified to talk about animals oh, and well. pets specifically? Huh. Well, let me think about why I am real quick. Okay. Well, actually, first of all, let me just say I'm definitely your podcast's biggest fan. Really? Yep. I've listened to at least half your episodes. Wow. Well, quite all the episodes, but only the half where Melissa talks, because <laughs> I fast-forward the part where you talk, because, I mean, who cares about Brian's opinion? <laughs> so. Said his best. <laughs> so, you know, biggest fan. <laughs> um. Well, actually, okay, so let's talk about me a little bit, since you asked. Uh, Anyway, I am a family medicine resident living out in California, and I have owned a few pets in my lifetime. They're all currently dead, (laughs) but they were living at one time. And uh, anyway, Brian asked me what I wanted to guest co-host the podcast about. Yep. And I thought that top 10 skin rashes might not be a good topic. And so... It's hard is... to narrow it down to only 10. True. Which is why we decided to go with pets instead. Because there aren't quite as many pets as there are skin rashes. Really? Or so I've heard. Hmm. But anyway, I was a biology major in college. So I like animals, living things, of which pets usually qualify. Normally. For normally. a time being. And so... Uh, you'll find out a little bit more about my pet history, I'm sure, throughout this episode. But it's a topic I find near and dear. And dead. Mm, the topic's not dead, just the pets. Yeah. All of my pets from growing up are dead. Yeah, the last pet that I owned just died recently this year. Huh. Sounds like oh, we'll have to died? go yeah. and get some uh, new pets. You, know, you didn't tell me. Oh, I thought I did. I don't think so. Yeah. If you did, I didn't. I don't remember. It was his time to go. He was old. Yeah. Well, after this podcast, all I'm dogs sure go we'll to heaven. All have new ideas for pets. Yeah. So, Melissa, why don't you start us off with number ten? Oh, wait! Right before you start, was there anything you wanted to mention about how you made the list? Well, uh, the bottom two are pretty much your average, uh, normal. You would find these as pets. The rest of them are, if I could ever have these as pets, like if I'm really rich and wealthy, and I could build my own habitat for them, and they were awesome friends with me, and and just (laughs) I was their master, and they were my pal, then I would love to have this as a pet. Gotcha. Mine's similar. It's somewhat realistic. I would definitely have to have a servant or children. Lots of servants. To take care of some of these. Or all of them. Because I don't know if I have patience for a pet. <laughs> at least yeah. at this point. <laughs> even, for, 
even for my number nine, I mean my number ten, which is a cat. And a cat is pretty much just be a regular house cat. Pretty much takes care of itself, but even still, you gotta make sure you know where it's at and get its shots when, and you know, take care of it when it gets sick and feed it every now and then. And you know, it likes to. Well, they they can they sometimes will feed themselves. Hmm. Go catch all sort of riffraff and bring it to you half eaten. Hmm. Or whole. And mostly dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the cats that we had down in Puerto Rico, uh, she was always catching birds that would come and roost in the neighbor's tree, and he hated our cat because she was actually a really good hunter. In fact, several of the cats that we had, even though they were domest- domesticated, they were really good hunters, and they'd kill birds, they'd kill mice, all sorts of, and lizards, all sorts of little things, and, uh, bring them to us or not sometimes we just find their little skeletons so yeah that's my number 10 a cat someday i wouldn't mind owning a cat not right now maybe when we have kids that'll take over some of the chores and responsibilities for it <laughs> yeah cats are probably the easiest pet to have which is why i made my number 10 as well a house cat yeah um yeah probably an indoor cat would be preferable Something to climb under your lap while you're reading a book and then wander away for a week and you not see them. I could deal with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had some cats growing up. Jinxie was the main one when I was there at the house. And she got to be almost 20, I think, before she died. So it was a real fixture in the family. And it was it was sad when she died. So... Uh, there's been a couple more since then, but not really big fans of those cats, so they don't get a mention on the podcast. But Jinxie, I look back with fondness. And I wouldn't mind having a cat at some point, but I don't want to clean the litter box. Mm, yeah, that's the main thing I don't want to do. I don't want to clean the litter box. So well, that's why the maybe when the kids are older. Cats yeah, that got to come in, yeah. except to. I don't really see the point in having an outdoor cat because you. At least with an indoor cat, you know it's around, and eventually you'll you'll see them every once in a while. Outdoor cat, I guess they sit in your yard. Yeah, they normally like hang around them, the doorstep. Yeah, we just get put run them over out every at, few years. <laughs> we yeah. just put them out at night. That doesn't really appeal. For the most part, they get to hang around during the day, and then at night we we'll put them out. Yeah, nah, indoor cat for me. Anyway, that's my number ten. The common household cat. I thought about some bigger cats, but those just seem like they'd be too much trouble. So, a common household cat. Ooh, maybe one of those bald, wrinkly cats. Ugh. Like why a sphinx? Get a, no, yuck. Why even get a cat? Is it a sphinx? sphinx cat. Yeah. I thought, like, I thought it was like an Egyptian was like a minx cat. or something. Egyptian cat. <laughs> nope, those have fur. Maybe it's a lynx. Those have fur. Maybe it's a... Just it's go a ahead, sphinx. Micah. I'm sure it's a sphinx. With <laughs> <laughs> the pointy ears. Yeah, yeah. Well... Okay. Well, so. we'll have to see if house cats make my list of top tens. Hmm. hmm. But just like house cats, I have another sim- similar animal. Here is okay. my number ten, and that this animal also has legs. And so my number ten is a hermit crab. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. Yeah. So 
Anyway, hermit crabs, you might not think of them first, but they came to my mind because I once had a hermit crab. So, old Shelly, I found at the beach one day, and I brought Shelly home, and I can't really remember what happened to <laughs> Shelly. Uh, I think it either ran away or it got eaten, but Shelly disappeared, or my just died. I was young, but I do remember I liked old Shelly. And so, what makes a hermit crab a good pet? Well, I'm glad you asked. So, first of all, they are very low maintenance. I mean, all you have to do is kind of recreate an ocean in a box. Mm. Not too hard. Mm. Wait, what do they eat? They scavenge. But if you put it in a box... Then you have to leave them things to scavenge in the box. Like So what do they scavenge? Like hermit crab food pellets. <laughs> okay, just curious. <laughs> Keep going. And such. And other treats, if you are so inclined. And so, I mean, you don't really ever develop a very emotional connection with a hermit crab, but <laughs> that's what makes it a good pet, because, I mean, if it dies, you can just get another one, and they don't really notice too much. Um, they are very indecisive creatures, though. I mean, if you put a shell out for them, they like to move houses a lot, and mm. so they'll be in one shell one day, and then the next day they'll be in the other shell, but you never know how they get there. In fact, that's my interesting tidbit about hermit crabs. And that is that nobody has ever seen the hinder parts of a hermit crab. Why is that? Well, I think it's because they're kind of like the ghosts in Super Mario, where whenever you <laughs> turn your back on them, that's when they start to make their move. But if you're looking at them, they just stay inside their shell. Are you sure it's not because the shell is connected to the crab? No, then they couldn't move shells. They definitely move oh. shells. Wait a second. I just watched a... Why can't you just crack open the shell and look at the hinder parts? Well, that'd be cruel. <laughs> okay, maybe someone has seen the hinder parts of a hermit crab. They but... just look like regular crabs. But they I crawl haven't. In. No, they definitely don't. They have a little wiggly snail type hinder so part to them. you have seen the hinder part. I saw a descriptive picture once of one. Hmm. Which someone, I'm sure, just imagined. A glimpse of the glory. Right. Just the hinder part. But I've never met somebody who saw the hinder parts of a hermit crab. So I'm pretty sure nobody ever has. And this is just what they imagine it looks like inside the shell. And so that's part of the mystique of this pet. Hmm. Which is why I think everyone should experience having a hermit crab. Hmm. I that's read a... my number ten. Hermit crabs. I read a book where a guy... Well, it wasn't really a pet. It was a talking crab. Kind of went on an adventure with him. What was his name? Crab. Oh. What was the guy's name? Man. <laughs> uh, that's a good question. But did the crab walk sideways while the man walked forwards? Yes. But they both walked in the same direction? Yes. Back to pets. Huh. Speaking so, of exotic good, pets. Good choice, good choice. <laughs> my number nine is... A dog. A regular household dog. Huh. And I like dogs. They're fun. They are always happy to see you. It's like the one animal that's like never going to get tired of seeing you. Unless you're not its owner. Unless you're mean to it, I suppose. But I've never been mean to our dogs. So anyway, they've always been happy to see me. So yeah, that's my number nine is your average mutt. Okay. My number nine... I thought I'd go with a lizard. Oh, cool. Yeah, lizards are pretty cool. And chameleon. I always thought I'd make an interesting pet. 
a gecko, possibly a bearded dragon, I've heard, make pets. But we've got servants to take care of these things, and we've got money to spend. So why not go with a Komodo dragon? Oh, yeah. yeah that's I like messed it. up. Yeah. Just have, like, Komodo dragons on your lawn. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Roaming around. Now when the servants start getting eaten. No. I would give them training. I would have them watch OSHA videos about Komodo dragons. Yeah, and you could throw a little reindeer loose in the yard every now and then to feed them. Oh, yes. I guess I shouldn't pick reindeer as one of my pets. Well, not together. (laughs) Yeah, your front lawn pet and your backyard pet. (laughs) You never let your children go play in the backyard. Well... I think they're pretty kind of their own kind, so you just gotta dress your child up in a lizard suit. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. See? Even better. Even less dangerous than I thought. You guys are weird. Well, they don't instantly kill their prey. What they do is they kind of just bite them. They put dirty mouths and then bacteria Bacteria. go kill them after a while. Yeah. And then they go and they find a dead body. So. It's not that big. You have time to seek medical attention. In the case of an accident. Yeah. Yeah. So. Just seems like, you know. You want some fearsome creatures watching over you, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't everybody want a guardian Komodo dragon? No. Or two? You've convinced me. Yeah. So, I, pr- I probably would keep them in cages most of the time. Let them roam around from time to time. My pair of Komodo dragons. That's my number nine. I like it. I don't think I put any reptiles on my list. I'd mm. have to check real quick because I have a pretty short-term memory here, but... You've convinced me, I think. Oh, good. I should have. I'll have to list that as an honorable mention. <laughs> if um, you ever go and get a Komodo dragon, there's going to be problems between us. I'm just saying. Well, she just said likely. near the dragon. <laughs> if I ever do, I will just send you one text. Enter the dragon. Uh, I see what you did there. Someone was <laughs> waiting all day to be able to use that little phrase. Nope. Just came up with it. Anyway, Micah. All right, my number nine. I guess Melissa and I are on a pretty similar wavelength of brainwaves. And I also picked the dog. What? Yep. Um, First of all, I mean, I kind of thought, with any pet you have, there's going to be pros and cons. I mean, no pet is totally perfect. It's kind of like, you know, if you pick a spouse, or so I've heard. You know, there's some cons Mm. that come with the pros that you kind of have to put up with. And so it's similar with an animal, too. Now, dogs, they're fun. They're energetic. They're easy to please. You just give them some food, a toy, a place to sleep, and mm-hmm. they're pretty happy. Um, they're also known for their loyalty. I mean, they know who their owner is, and they express that to other people, which is why they can make a good guard dog and things. Yeah. Uh, but the problem that I have with them is that it's kind of just a boring pet. I mean, what? guys are getting them... Girls are getting them. <laughs> Guys with girls are getting them. Everybody's getting dogs. So why, if you could pick one pet, would you pick a dog? I mean, I just I just think they're too common, mm. not special enough to make it higher on my list. I do like them, but I, don't know, I also like to use my yard. And I feel like whenever you have a dog, mm. you kind of have to tread carefully when you're using your yard. And so that's probably going to be the most the case for most. That was probably uh, that's probably my biggest complaint with pet as common as a dog. (laughs) Um, I do have another interesting tidbit about dogs. 
Okay. And that is that more households in the U.S. own a dog than a cat. In fact, I think I saw it was around 44% of households in the U.S. own a dog. Whoa. So it was a lot higher than I was expecting. Yeah, definitely. But more Americans own cats as far as number of cats. I mean, more cats are owned by Americans. Right. I can see that. So you got these ladies that have their crazy... Cat ladies driving up the... Yeah. The totals. So... So I thought that was kind of interesting. Pretty high. That is definitely interesting. Now, what if you could have Doug from Up? Would that push push this higher? Mm, Does Doug get his collar? Yep. Then yes. (laughs) And Up Doug. Dog. Up Dog named Doug. (laughs) That would probably be close to one. What's an Up Dog? Hmm. I think it's a talking dog. Hmm. A dog with a talking collar. You so the next time someone says, what's up, dog? I can say, a talking dog. Exactly. Noted. And I guess I should have mentioned the one pro with dogs I didn't say is if your dogs get loose, then you can always say, who let the dogs out? And everyone wants to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that'd be a reason I didn't mention the for dogs, but... There's some other ones I'm sure I'm forgetting, and probably people will be offended that we didn't list dogs higher on the list. But I, I was definitely an adult before I realized that song wasn't actually talking about someone letting dogs out of their yard. What? I actually don't know if I've actually listened to the song. Uh, well, I don't know any other words of the song, but I think it's actually talking about ugly women. <laughs> <laughs> or so I'm told. <laughs> huh. huh. I might have to make a meander over to the world of music after this and find out yes you might want to double check me on that one but uh yeah so there's my own little tidbit for you if that isn't what it's talking about then that'll make you look bad but yeah you're probably well, right you generally get these things right yes i believe i'm four and oh on this trip well it depends how you count <laughs> i count by ones to four <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right moza Yes, What's let's your keep this moving. My number eight is if I had my own little forest out there in my backyard and, you know, just a bunch of glass windows looking out on my backyard, uh, I would want a bunch of flying squirrels because I think that would just be swell to mm. look out and watch them gliding around from tree branch to tree branch. Hmm. So not your average little fidgety squirrel rat that goes around and... Uh, doesn't really do Squirrel much. Squirrel rat? Those things are rats, basically. Ugh. With bigger, bushier tails. That's about it. People do rats as pets, though. But a flying squirrel. That that would be fun. Just picture those things gliding all around. Maybe That's from true. the house to the treetops and back. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I agree. No complaints here. My number eight. Flying squirrels. Okay. Yep. Flying squirrels are cool would be cool to see them flying around. My number eight, everybody knows that the greatest of all the animals is a bear. We don't even need to discuss that. Mm. But most bears are pretty wild. They don't really need to be pets. They need to be out in the wild doing their wild bear stuff. However, the one... Bear necessities. Yes, but the one bear that you could definitely have as a pet, just sitting in your yard, sitting out in the shed or whatever, the panda bear is my number seven. Who wouldn't want a panda bear just chewing on the old bamboo, sitting out in the yard, and just chilling? You know, wake up in the morning, stretch, pat on over to the window. 
there's your panda bear out there. I think I'll sleeping go ride on the lawn. Him. Well, I respect panda bears too much to try to ride on them in real life. Yeah, you might start a war against the Chinese if you posted a video of you riding a panda bear. <laughs> yes, but they just seem so cuddly and so friendly, and they're always so sleepy at the zoo. I'm sure they'd make great pets. I agree. And everybody says their teeth, even though they look really sharp and stuff, are only for plants. Yeah. I or can't bamboo. I can't see any downsides, except I wouldn't really be doing much with them. They'd just kind of be like lawn ornaments, but it'd be a pretty sweet lawn ornament. So no complaints here. <laughs> that's my number eight. Panda bears. All right. My number eight. Moving into a different category of animals from what we've been in yet. And that is the parrot. Hmm. And so... Never. Those things will (laughs) never let you sleep. (laughs) They're so loud and screechy. And so that is why (laughs) I think best parrot's one that you kind of keep in a soundproof room. Mm. (laughs) That way, you know, you can get your break from the parrot. But I think that they're pretty cool. But it's by the fact that you buy one parrot, it's probably going to live your whole lifetime. I mean, most parrots live about 50 to 60 years. Oh, really? Um, yeah. yeah. Wow. They, they're long-lived. I mean, in some macaws, I think, live up over 100 years. Whoa. But if you get parakeet or something, they don't live quite that long. I think they're like 10 to 20. But uh, the average parrot lives about 50, 60 years. So you have time to train it upright, make sure that it's become part of your family and such. Um, it's pooped all over your house. Well, you don't keep them all over your house. You keep them in a cage or in a parrot aviary. So, kind of in a greenhouse. Yeah, that's the best place. Or on your shoulder. But I could see how that could also be a danger zone for your fears. Uh, But, I mean, think about it. Like, on Krispy Kreme's Talk Like a Pirate Day, Mm -hmm. if you get... A few donuts for talking like a pirate. How much would you get if you came in with a parrot on your shoulder while talking like a pirate? And if your pi- if your parrot was talking like a pirate. Right. I mean, that's another good point. Parrots like to repeat what you say. I mean, they're kind of worse than a three-year-old at that. And so... It's a so pretty... if you love being annoyed by a three-year-old... Well, it depends what you teach it to say. Like, I'm a Packers fan, so if I taught my parrot to say, Go Pack Go... I'd have a very awesome parrot. <laughs> yeah, that would be. Pr- I'll give you that one. That would be pretty cool. There's better things you could teach it to say, but I was gonna say I think most of our listeners just turned this podcast off. <laughs> well, no, I probably just made them inflamed, and so they want to hear what else I have to say, so they can boo me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we just lost probably two thirds of our audience. <laughs> now we're down to one listener. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, moving on. <laughs> hmm. You might be the only Packers fan that listens. I'll have to remedy that. <laughs> so, what number was that for you? That was number eight. The All parrot. Right. My number eight. I really disagree. Did you already with say you eight? On, Sorry, my number seven. Yeah, I disagree with you wholeheartedly on your eight. Birds make dreadful pets. And anyway, they should I, they should be allowed to roam free. That's one bird. I mean, one animal that I don't think should be kept as a pet. Well, with all this extra money and servants. Because it's annoying to them and it's annoying to you. Well, we're, we're saying 
lots of money, lots of servants. Lots of soundproof rooms. Yeah. <laughs> lots of space. Lots of poop-proof clothing and yeah. furniture and such. Yeah. Huh. All right, my number seven is the elephant. And I think since we've got all these servants and Speaking stuff of running around. Clothes. <laughs> we've got plenty of servants to muck up after the, the elephant and take care of him. But it would be so sweet to be able to ride on the elephant. And uh, think of when you uh, go to... Uh, swimming pool with your kids or whatever. <laughs> you were just talking uh, today how we wish we had done more at, more stuff at the water park and how much our little girl enjoyed it. Well, with an elephant, this would be like having your own water park with you. Take him to the pool. He can shoot water out of his <laughs> trunk and spray everybody. That'd be awesome. You're not kind of like someone blowing their nose on you. Yeah, but you're going to rinse it all off afterwards anyway. You'd probably just drink the whole swimming pool and you wouldn't have a place to... To play in water. Nah. And then you could, the little kids could go into the deep end because they'd be riding on top of the elephant. Which do swim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no downside to having this elephant. No downside? Not when you've got mm. plenty of servants. Well, mm. if I happen to have an elephant on my list, I'll see if I can think of a downside. <laughs> so but that's my number seven. I agree, it's a good pick. Hmm. And it could be either the African or the Indian elephant. No, either one would definitely be fine. has to be an African. One that was small-eared Asian elephants. Yeah, with small ears. <laughs> That's you told Asian elephants. <laughs> well, you mean Indian? Oh yeah, India's in Asia. So, okay, an elephant might be fun to ride on once or twice, but you'd quickly grow tired of it. The real animal that you want to ride on is a horse. That's why that's my number seven. What? Yes. How common? <laughs> How common? Yes, because they are very useful and lovable and fun to ride on. Mm-hmm. And let's see, they can pull carriages mm-hmm. for those romantic carriage rides. Dude, think how romantic Sleds. it would be to be behind an elephant. I don't think I ever want to be behind an elephant. On the elephant. (laughs) Yes. I never thought it was very romantic behind the elephant. They have very small tails. (laughs) Yes. A horse with a big bushy tail would be preferable. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, so... I mean, I, I don't really know anything about horses. So, I don't think I would actually be able to own a horse without doing a lot of research or, as we've said, having servants to take care of that detail but do they still shoot a horse if it breaks its leg or is that a bygone days i think these days they probably set the leg they euthanize the horse (laughs) (laughs) lethal injection save a bullet i imagine that it depends on who owns the horse (laughs) probably and if you live in india or not hmm Good eating from a horse, I suppose. That's true. I have heard horse meat is good, but somewhat frowned upon hmm. due to the fact that people keep them as pets. Right. It does seem a little a little off to eat a horse for some reason. A little barbaric. Perhaps. But, great pet. I couldn't agree more. 
In fact, I think I'm going to make number seven a horse for me, too. Whoa! Crossover. Yes, crossover points. Brain <laughs> connection. <laughs> and so I think that I couldn't really decide if I wanted a miniature horse, though, or mm. like a big horse like Clydesdale. Mm. I think that I want one of those weird horses, though. Really? Not just a regular, like, quarter horse or things. You could have a um, Shetland. A Shetland pony would be fun. <laughs> yes. Um, and for all the reasons you picked, I think it's cool your pet can give you a ride. Mm-hmm. Ride to school on your pet, if you went to school still. Mm-hmm. A useful pet. Yeah, useful and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it's pretty expensive. I don't think I've ever seen horseshoes at a pet store. <laughs> So I'm not really sure where you get those. I'd have to do a lot of research before I get a horse. Yeah. Because I feel like that's one of those pets where they're common enough that people expect you to know what you're getting yourself into mm-hmm. and be able to take care of it yourself. But at the same time, I didn't really grow up around them. So right. I don't know too much. I think it'd be fun. A Shetland pony or a Shetland pony and a big horse. All right. All right. Number seven, a horse. <laughs> All right. Moving on to my number six. Brian, I think you're going to be surprised by this one. It is the octopus. I think this would be a pretty cool pet. So have this really large aquarium in your house. Maybe one that just kind of moves all through your house, uh, the aquarium. And then it'd be sealed off so that, of course, the octopus can't get out and, like, strangle you or anything creepy like that but (laughs) but it would be so cool to watch the octopus as long as you're not sleeping on a waterbed you should be all right (laughs) and have all sorts of cool toys in there for it to squeeze its way into i saw finding dory and now i think the octopuses are never satisfied with their enclosures (laughs) probably not that's why this one would wind all the way around through the house and uh, it wouldn't get tired of being constantly on the move if it wanted to be. Hmm. Yeah, and, and so you could have the water circling around and it would feel like ocean currents and stuff. You could have crabs in there for it to grab onto. Maybe some hmm. hermit crabs. And- <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I did say they're easily replaceable. Hmm. Yeah, this is two pets for the price of one. At, sort of, as it were. I like it. Yeah. It's such a it's such a cool pet, and just think how fun it would be to try and figure out where it is. Mm-hmm. You know, well, it's not in this section of the tube. Maybe it's down there. Oh, sorry, <laughs> it was back over here after all. It was just camouflaged. That's wow. my number six, the octopus. That does surprise me because I thought about this one, but I don't know if I'd actually want this as a pet in the house. They're really cool, but I think maybe I like them better at an aquarium or on YouTube then in my house yeah but just think your own aquarium in your own house yeah sick and, uh, okay all right okay so my number six is the king of the rodents Ooh, the mouse no the capybara oh that's another rodent <laughs> yes the hundreds of pounds rodent looks like a a very large, overweight prairie dog, sort of. Would you name it Speak? <laughs> nice. Nice Tick reference. Have you seen the cartoon The Tick, Micah? Uh, I've seen a couple episodes, but I've not seen one with a capybara. Yeah. It's in some of the later episodes. 
He thinks he's bringing home a dog, and it turns out it's a capybara. Huh. And he names him Speak, even though he can't speak. Well, you need a talking collar for that capybara, I guess. Yeah, he just hallucinated that he spoke. Hmm. Do you know if you pronounce it capybara or capybara? Mm-hmm. I do know how I pronounce it. I pronounce it capybara. Okay, you can pronounce it better. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. This is another one that would be sort of like the the panda bear. I don't know that it would really do much for me, but just seeing the the gentle capybara roaming across my lawns, nibbling at the grasses. A several hundred pound rat. Ugh. No, no, it's more like a, a, a prairie dog. Much different. Doesn't have a long, creepy tail. Now, if you had a long, creepy tail to a capybara, wow, that's the stuff of nightmares right there. I don't think it does all the haunches sitting that a prairie dog does. No, no, no haunches. I think it's more like a It's not pig. as cute. Yeah, yeah, probably more like a big furry pig. Okay, I could see that. But I've heard they're fun. Yeah. I don't know what, what kind of grabbed me about a capybara as a pet, but... It's the largest rodent. Yeah, I actually saw that some people do have them as pets, so... And I think these this might be one of those weird ones that's legal in the United States to have as a pet. So, yeah. I don't know why. I can't exactly explain it. But having a few capybaras out amongst my belongings. I think it's that way with a lot of pets, though. I mean, you look mm-hmm. at it, sometimes you look at other people's pets, and you're like, that's mm-hmm. one ugly dog. <laughs> How can anyone love that? Mm-hmm. But they somehow do. You just, you, you know when you like a pet. Yeah. Well, at least I'm yeah. not as opposed to this as with the Komodo dragon. It's not me or the capybara. I guess that's why we're going up on our list. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> that's why it made my number six. The capybara. Right. My number six. I've actually never heard of this being a pet, but I think it would make a good pet because they have them at zoos and they seem pretty docile and things. Okay. And that is the giraffe. Mm-hmm. Now, why would I pick a giraffe? Well... First of all, they're really fun to feed. If you've ever had a chance to feed a giraffe, they have those big purple tails. And so you, or not purple tails, purple tongues. And so you can see them stick out their big purple tongues, grab some leaves or... Or some crackers. Or crackers that yeah. you bought. They like a lot of things. Uh, and so they're really photogenic. I mean, have you ever taken a mm. bad picture with a giraffe? Never. No, I didn't think so. Because it's impossible. <laughs> you can't take a bad picture with a giraffe. And so everyone wants a pet that makes them look better. And so giraffe is definitely that. I mean, you always have to get those weird angles when you take the photograph, because otherwise you just get like a quarter of your giraffe. Right. And so that's why I think it encourages photographic artistry. <laughs> um, I could see how maybe this could be a little bit expensive, though. Oh, unless you were like... An entrepreneur and you charge people to view videos online of a pregnant giraffe that you happen to have as a pet. <laughs> kind of like this April the giraffe thing that was going on for a while that what? seemed to last for months and months. Although I don't think they charged it, but it was a giraffe in a zoo that was named after April, who is Toys R Us's mascot. Uh-huh. She was pregnant, and so they had a camera on her in an enclosure just watching this pregnant giraffe waiting for her to be born. And... I don't know how long the gestational age of a baby giraffe is, but they seem to be waiting for months and months. Hmm. Interesting. And so, I could see how you could capitalize on this. (laughs) Make some money off your pet. I can see this as like, like a, 
Like you mentioned Toys R Us, maybe like the Toys R Us CEO having a giraffe as a pet. Yeah. Something like that. Or maybe there's a rapper and he has something to do with giraffes. Hmm, like if he also has two F's in his name somewhere. Yeah, like isn't there a, a rapper or some sort of musician named Seal? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's a rapper, or so I've heard. What about other animals? <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's other animal-themed yeah. musicians. There's one called Sting. No, that's not an animal. It has to do with animals. <laughs> Unless we're talking about stinging plants. <laughs> but yeah, my mind would be searching. I'm sure I could think of more if I gave it more thought. Yeah. Yep, can't think of any. So, we'll move on. Number six, giraffe. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Man, I should have put seal on my list. <laughs> well, before we move on, I see that... You, Brian, have pulled up on your phone the correct way to pronounce capybara, so let's hear it. Capybara. Hmm. No, actually, you're wrong. I did not pull up the correct way to pronounce it. Oh, well. Oh, well. She did sound like she had a foreign accent. Yes, that might be how you pronounce it in Australia. In England or something, but not in America. In England where no capybaras live. Speaking of the capybara uh, <laughs> the giant brian, hamster brian did show me a picture and oh man i don't know what it is but i'm feeling the same tug that you are actually <laughs> it's inexplicable but i saw the picture i'm like oh i do kind of want one for a pet giant chill hamster i just Who wouldn't don't want understand one? it but that's so weird yeah. so i take back any guff i gave you oh Shucks. Alright, so moving on to my number five, I think otters would make some really what? awesome pets. <laughs> Have them frisking around in your backyard with the river there, and uh, that'd be so awesome. Get home from a stressful day of work, and you just go, about, go out on the back porch and watch the otters frisking around and maybe throw them some <laughs> fish or something. And uh, they might come wriggling up to you and Mm. Let you pat their heads, and then they go sliding down the, the riverbank again and playing around. And it'd Play just be so, so much fun to, to watch them, and mm. your kids could go frisking around with them as well. So are we talking about river otters or sea otters? River otters, River definitely. otters, okay. I've seen a sea otter. Yeah, I may have seen a river otter up in Maine. <laughs> but they're both, they're a little different, but both fun. Sea otters can get pretty predatory, actually, actually but... Those the ones with the rocks. Yeah, everyone's that kind of crack mollusks and stuff on their bellies with rocks. Yeah. One of the only animals that uses a tool. Hmm. I know another one. Pray tell. The chimpanzee. And what tool does the chimpanzee use? He only uses Black and Decker. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Don't laugh at that, Micah. <laughs> I'm more laughing that Brian thought that was funny than at the actual joke. <laughs> Uh, I say that with all the love in my heart. So that's my number five, <laughs> River Otters. <laughs> it was the funniest power tool brand I could think of on short notice. So my number five is also a bird, because sure, there's some downsides with birds, but I can delegate those downsides to someone else. 
So instead of a parrot, though, I went a little bit more regal. I went with the falcon because what kid doesn't want to be a falconeer when they grow up? Get those big gauntlets on and attach the jesses to the falcon's talons, fly it around, throw a hood on it, flip off that hood and throw the falcon off and hunt some squirrels or something. Some rabbits, perhaps. The occasional capybara. This actually sounds really cool. Let's be one big falcon. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I always thought falconers were pretty cool. So if I'm getting to have any sort of animal I want, then... Going medieval here. Yeah, I'm going to choose to have a... Oh, man, I forgot to look it up what it is. What's it called? The place where you keep your falcons. Like where they kept them in the... Falconry? It's like a certain place in the castle where they kept their falcons. I think that's one of those things I might recognize if I heard the name. Yeah. But I can't think of it. One of those obscure words. So did you pick falcon because it's your favorite bird of prey or just because you've heard of people having them as pets? Because I think like falcons and hawks are the ones that I'm more familiar with people using to hunt with. I I like eagles. I think those are cool, but I I don't know if I've ever heard anyone... That hunted with an eagle. Same with owls. Plus owls have that creepy hissing thing going on. I don't know if I'm really as big a fan of having those around. So that's why I went with the falcon. Alright. Alright. I'll respect that. My number five might come as a surprise to you guys. I don't know if it crossed your minds or not. Okay. Somewhat obscure animal. But I am picking the sloth. <laughs> And so, why would I pick a sloth? Well, there's lots of good things. Actually, I looked this up a little while ago, and sloths are a pet that you can have. In fact, there's websites... In the U.S.? Uh, I didn't get quite that far in my research. It was some questions about, you have to have a license for exotic pets, and this is one. But everywhere I was reading said these actually make really good pets. Hmm. Um, For one thing, they like to hang out with you, literally. Because what they do most of the day is just kind of hang from a tree branch upside down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In fact, they only usually come down in the wild from the tree once a week, use the restroom, and then they go back up in their tree. Wow, how sanitary. Yeah. And so... I consider it. I mean, there's lots of other benefits to sloth. <laughs> like, it won't run away. Because... True. It probably couldn't get too far. Um, I mean... You never really heard anyone say, where did my pet sloth go? Because they always know where they went. And so they're very affectionate, I've heard, too. Because they spend their formative years just clinging onto their mother's back. And so if you get one as a baby sloth, it will like to hang around on you. And then you can train it to love you, be affectionate. And they actually live a pretty good long lifespan. 30 plus years in captivity. So that's a pet you can keep around. Because I think one of the worst things about pets is when you grow a bond to it and then it dies. And so I mm. think it's good to have a pet that kind of can last a little bit longer. Hmm. Um, or that's really generic looking and indistinguishable from others of its species. You should look up pictures of sloths. They're actually, they're <laughs> cuter than you'd think. Hmm. Um, okay. In the wild, they probably have all that algae and stuff growing on their back. But in hmm. captivity, they kind of stay a little cleaner and they're, they're really cute. Uh Interesting tidbit about sloths. Mm -hmm. There's Mm -hmm. two types of sloth. The two-toed sloth and the three-toed sloth. Mm -hmm. 
and two-toed sloths actually have three toes, <laughs> but only two fingers. Hmm. And so apparently both the two-toed sloth and three-toed sloth have three toes. That but is an interesting tidbit. I guess their fingers look like toes, <laughs> which caused a misnomer. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so number five, the sloth. That's a very unique choice. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know what I, what I think about it, what to say about it, other than... <laughs> Good for you, I suppose. Sloth. Your response is in, wow, that sounds so awesome. I'm going to go research getting one right now. Uh, I just decided not to pick any of the animals that are named after the seven deadly sins. Uh, maybe the sin was named after the animal. <laughs> <laughs> this is a regular chicken and an egg problem. Okay, so my number four... <laughs> I know I made fun of you guys earlier for it, but my number four is actually the horse. Uh, For all the reasons that you guys mentioned, uh, they seem pretty affectionate, actually. And they're just so majestic and beautiful Hmm. and useful as well. And yeah, they they seem like they'd make great pets, but I'd be pretty terrible at caring for them. So I definitely need some grooms to groom them. Hmm. Well, they did make both our lists, so I don't think we could complain. Nope. Sounds good to me. I'm not surprised they're on your list. Yeah. My number four. Horses. All right. And before I give my number four, I looked it up, and the place where they kept the hawks, or the falcons, was called the Muse. M-E-W-S. I did not know that. Yeah. I had heard that one before. You're making me smarter every day. Yeah. So, my number four... Probably not one either of you considered, because it's actually an insect. Hmm. So probably not something most people consider for a pet, but I always thought it was pretty cool to have ant farms when I was growing up. I think we might have had one, but I always wanted that that certain type where you got it and they dug their little ant tunnels out of this blue gel that was glow in the dark. And so then you'd have this glow-in-the-dark anthill. I always thought that would be really cool. Never got one, but... That's cool to look at, but I've just mm-hmm. seen too many movies where the ant farm breaks, the glass ant farm breaks, and then those ants scatter everywhere and yeah, well, create havoc. And I so... mean, nobody likes red fire ants, of course. Those are terrible and should all die. And obviously there's, you know, your army ants and other species of ants that live in the jungle that are bad news. Nobody wants around. But your just regular old black picnic ants aren't going to bother anybody. And so I'm just picturing, like, an entire room in the house where all the walls are glass and it's just... You're completely surrounded oh, that's by creepy. ant tunnels. No. That would be cool. And you can just observe them. Oh, no. I had an ant farm no, growing that's up. that's too many ants. So I can appreciate <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, I don't know. I think it's really interesting to watch them. Watch them work. They're always moving, always on the go. They're the one insect I wouldn't mind having around. So that's why I picked for my number four. Ants. Good choice. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah. That's a good one. Thanks. All right. My number four is one that you guys probably did think of. <laughs> and rejected? No, and accepted. Oh. Maybe. The kitty cat. <laughs> I know it already got brought up once, but yep. the 
Cats are one of my pets that I think is probably the most realistic one of me getting. In mm-hmm. fact, I'd probably have one now if I wasn't out of the house so much. Yeah. Um, but I think they're great. They're cute and cuddly, and I love that they use a litter box. It's not really too hard to take care of, and yeah. I appreciate that you don't have to worry about where you're stepping. True. Thing. They're pretty good at pest control, like Melissa already mentioned. Um, and they're relatively inexpensive pets compared to most of the other ones on this list. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty affordable for the average human. So affordable that they can get multiple cats. <laughs> and I like that they're more independent than dogs, too. Mm-hmm. Um, some people like the fact that dogs rely on you to be there for them almost all times a day or they throw a fit. But <laughs> cats kind of can give you your own space and time. So depending on your personality, it might be better just to have an animal that comes to you every now and then, but mm. that isn't following you around the house all the time. Although some cats do that, but uh, most don't, I would say. Mm. And so uh, I think the cats are a good judge of character in that they can kind of tell who the cat people are, who's friend or foe. And so I appreciate that in a cat that has that type of knowledge about it. Mm. Um, besides that, though... I would say the cats do have a variety of personality where you can get some real stink. So it might be better to adopt an adult cat. Uh, my little brother, he adopted two cats. One was a kitten, one was an adult. The adult he named Mrs. Potiphar. <laughs> well, it actually had a biblical story behind it. Okay. In that he said he wanted a cat that would like to lie around with him. And wow. so he named it Mrs. Potiphar, because, of course, in the Bible, there's a story of Mrs. Potiphar coming up to Joseph and saying, lie with me. That's which totally your brother. Had a different connotation, but... Yeah. Well, maybe even a different denotation. Probably. <laughs> but he overlooked it. I think they call it Potts for short. Wow. But he definitely called it Mrs. Potiphar. And that was the adult cat. That was the more friendly one. The kid they got still learning to love, so... <laughs> That's why I think cats are good. Adopt a cat. Help control the cat population. Hmm. As Bob Barker would say, have your pet spayed or neutered. <laughs> okay. So yeah, number four, we, the kitty cat. Do we anything add? It was our number ten, yeah. right? Good choice. I, I knew that one would be on your list. All right. Well, I certainly can't disagree because my number three is also a cat, but bigger and better. It is the snow tiger. <laughs> or maybe I was thinking the snow One of those... Yeah, the snow leopard. Yeah. Well, they have white tigers. That's what I was thinking of. Okay. What, either a white tiger or oh, like a, a Bengal snow... tiger? Yeah. Or a snow leopard. Either either of those would do. Um, so, uh, I just love the idea of this big, fluffy, furry uh, cat that's bigger than me that I can just wrap my arms around and give a big old hug and is gonna protect me. Uh, I don't know. The I guess ever since I grew up watching Aladdin, the Disney movie, and Princess Jasmine has this big old tiger that's just <laughs> her best friend, I always mm. loved that idea. Mm. So her relationship with Raja, the tiger... Uh, I, I would just love to have a big furry cat around my house like that. Mm. That's my number three. Yeah, I like we'll it. go with the snow leopard. I'm thinking uh, either of those might be a little more dangerous than a Komodo dragon. but Well, obviously... They're nice to look at. This would be a tame one. Oh. Well, well obviously. Mine would be tame. Tame Komodo dragons as well. Good idea. 
Why didn't I think of it? <laughs> They're certainly not as cuddly as a snow leopard. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Okay. Tiger. He's a rapper. Maybe I go I with a golfer. white tiger. I think he has a rap. Yeah, I'll go with a white tiger boo. after all. Boo, boo, boo. <laughs> <laughs> was a golfer. I mean, this song was. <laughs> Indeed. My number three is a dog. Actually, made my list as well. Yeah, and we never had a dog growing up, so I don't have any sort of nostalgia or experience with a dog, but I think it would be pretty cool to have a dog. Definitely more maintenance than a cat, which I don't really want to do any maintenance or any sort of work with a pet, so um, not going to be having one of those one of those running around the house anytime soon. But I do like the idea of a dog to sort of be curled up at your feet or play and catch with him or someone to come running at the door and licking you and always happy to see you. That seems like a pretty good pet. It's probably the biggest pet that you could have in your house or that people normally have in their house, I should say. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of neat, having a, a bigger animal. Let's say a Shetland pony in the house. I don't know that many people have Shetland ponies in the house. And some dogs might actually be bigger than those. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I I could see having a dog at some point. If we're ever living, living in a place that a dog would uh, enjoy living. And if we're at a stage in life where we want to commit to a dog... I'm sure Lydia would like that. Yeah, Lydia definitely likes dogs, so she would enjoy that. Well, we'll see. Who knows? Who knows? But that's my number three. The dog. The common household man's best friend, dog. All right. My number three is an animal that I think you, Brian, might be a big fan of. Okay. And that is the grizzly bear. What? I know. I can't believe that I'm saying a grizzly bear would make a good pet. Me either. And number Especially three. Especially because they kill people that have them as pets. <laughs> and you would think that, but I was won over by a show I used to watch on oh, Saturday no. mornings. Oh, no. It was called National Geographic Wild. Oh, I thought it was going to be between the lions. And then I remembered, okay, that was lions, not bears. Yeah. And that wasn't on Saturday mornings. Uh-huh. That was a daily, that was a daily thrill. Might be. And so, anyway, there was this guy on there, Casey Anderson. He had this grizzly bear named Brutus that was his pet that he'd raised since it was just a little cub and he found it in the wild. And they had the coolest friendship. This bear would just walk around with him everywhere. He'd take the bear to the top of a waterfall and try to teach it how to fish by throwing frozen salmon at it, <laughs> which it did a pretty bad job catching. Um, he would take it for big buffets, take it swimming in the swimming pool, <laughs> let it do bear things. But, I mean, how cool is it to have a grizzly bear? I mean, you see those people with their little guard dogs, and you say, you call that a guard dog, check this out. (laughs) And so, who can compete with a grizzly bear in your yard? So, I realize it could kill you, but as long as you train it up properly, teach it who the mama is, or papa bear, (laughs) in my case, then I I think it'd be a pretty cool pet to have. And so that's why I made it all the way to number three. Wow. Just for the cool factor. Wow. It's definitely very cool, obviously. But 
I don't know, like, uh, I'm trying to remember who he was. There was the guy that had the, uh, he was a friend of the bears, and he was always, he was living out there, Mm -hmm. and they found him one day. See, I don't think he raised his bears. I think he befriended bears. Maybe that's the case. I feel like with a bear, you have to raise it. Okay, well, I'd still, it'll make me a little nervous, I think. Maybe not just take your chances, says the girl who wants a pet tiger. Yeah. <laughs> I'd choose the bear over the tiger, of course. Well, that's a good choice. That's a good choice. I wish you luck. You can invite me over sometime. I'll let you look from afar. Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's certainly an interesting choice, Micah. Uh, and I think you guys are going to find my next one kind of interesting as well, because my number two is a monkey. And uh, I would like a small monkey, probably a capuchin monkey. Here's Mm. a picture of it, Brian, if you want to look at it. Mm -hmm. has a really cute little face. Or if I was in the mood for something really unique and funky looking, I'd go with an emperor tamarind. And those have like this really big beard and mustache. And here, Michael, show you a picture of these two. But I think it would just be so awesome to have them swinging around the house. Uh, they oh, little Einstein monkeys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they could follow you around. They might, uh, if you trained it really well, it might be uh, helpful to you. It could carry things around for you or fetch them for you. And it'd be a good playmate probably for the kids. I'd probably be pretty snuggly as well (laughs) to just come curl up with you or right on your back. (laughs) And yeah, I think a monkey would be kind of a a pretty cool pet. You could give them high fives. Exactly. Can't do that with too many pets. Well, do they have five fingers? I thought they only had four. Mm, I think they do. I think they have five. Some of them have opposable thumbs. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's an honorable mention for me. I think realistically... I've, I've been told that they make pretty bad pets, but... Oh, really? Yeah, they like yeah. to steal things. They smell. They live a really long time, so it's a really big commitment. And, I mean, like, you might have to have a diaper for it. I mean, picture a toddler that just oh, never really? grows out of it. Well, that's why we have servants. Exactly. In this fantasy scenario, a monkey would be a fun pet. I agree. So you're saying you prefer Abu to Raja? Ah, oh, don't say that. <laughs> I didn't Very think good. of that. No, no. Oh, there wasn't a capuchin monkey. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was just a scrummy little <laughs> rat-looking monkey. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. All right. My number two has already been mentioned. And a super playful animal. I think it would also make a good pet. An otter. Oh. I've heard that before. Yes. And I think you pretty much covered it pretty well. They just seem like such playful little creatures. You probably just let them play in your bathtub, have them paddle around the rooms, and jump up and whisker kiss you. Snuggle into bed with you. Yeah. I'm sure an otter would be a great pet. Just so fun-loving. It do look fun. Yeah. That's my number two. An otter. Alright, cool. A river otter or a sea otter? Yeah, I guess probably the river otter. They seem the more playful. Okay. Yeah. My number two is already mentioned also, Mm. and that is the African elephant. 
Well, what? we're having a lot of crossover on these. <laughs> yes. Well, I guess we have similar taste in what would be a cool animal. <laughs> and so this one made it all the way to number two on my list what? because I think the elephants are really cool. They're big enough that I've seen people going for rides on them, mm-hmm. which I think is a lot of fun. I think I normally see the Indian elephants giving the rides most often, but African elephants seem like to be more fun to ride um, with their big ears and such. Yeah. Uh, they also live in a really long time, though. I was reading about 40 to 70 years. Whoa. So, they, they're they one of those animals that's kind of strange where they live longer in the wild than they do in zoos for some mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. But still, 40 to 70 years, long time. Hmm. Um, that being said, I've heard elephants never forget. <laughs> so, if you had a bad day and you did something the elephant didn't like, that'd be kind of unfortunate for you because you might hold a grudge forever. <laughs> But if you did something good for him, he would remember that as well. That's true. That reminds me. Yeah, I saw an elephant on TV once who was a circus elephant who was released and put in an elephant sanctuary later mm-hmm. on. And I think it was like 30 years after he got released, his elephant trainer came and visited him in the elephant sanctuary. Mm. And it almost looked like the elephant was going to cry. He was getting pretty emotional. <laughs> and I thought that was a really cool scene. Hmm. The elephant got sad when the guy had to leave again. But, Aww. Um... I guess that kind of has to do with elephants never forgetting kind of thing, mm. where if it's good memories, then that's a cool thing. That nice makes bond. me want to befriend an elephant. Yep. And I do like the fact they can do work for you, like Melissa was mentioning. <laughs> Useful pet and fun pet. So, number two, the elephant. Yeah. There you mm. go, my dear. If I don't if I don't live as long as you do, then you can just get an elephant for uh, another good lifelong friend. Hmm. If I were going to replace you with an animal. (laughs) I'd choose an elephant over a beluga whale. (laughs) I feel like there's an inside story here. Yes. You can listen to last episode to get that context. (laughs) All right. On to the number ones. And... It's just possible that mine's going to be a crossover with one of you guys. It hasn't been mentioned yet, but I'm holding out for a crossover still with, We're all with number, one. number one. That'd be interesting. It's possible. I think it is, it is possible. We'll see. All right. Well, my number one is going back to the ocean. I think it'd be so awesome to have a dolphin. Boom. Crossover <laughs> number one. That's actually mine too. Woo. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, called it. Wow. Well, I guess we can this all just right chime here. in together. Five and oh. <laughs> Five to one. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, wouldn't it be so awesome to, if you, especially if you have like beachfront property or something, mm-hmm. you just go wake up and dive off into the ocean and you're, um, it'd be really cool if you had like a, some sort of whistle or something <laughs> that you could blow and the... Dolphin would hear it and, and come swimming up beside mm-hmm. you and come up under you and take you for rides and play around with you. And that'd just be so awesome. Mm. You could toss it some fish that you'd caught. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have such smooth skin, too, uh, so it wouldn't be a rough ride. So. All right. That's kind of what I like about it, too. I mean, they look like they're always smiling. Those I was just about to say, dolphins. they always look happy. Mm-hmm. And so that's something I like in a pet, is a pet that always looks happy. Um, and then, like you mentioned with the rides, I think that's the coolest thing mm-hmm. ever. 
I mean, you see people that are going to be out there on their boats and their sea-doos, and you can just laugh at them while you ride along in your dolphin. (laughs) Well, and you never hear anything of humans being hurt by dolphins. No, I've heard of people being saved by dolphins. Yeah, exactly. But you never hear any stories of a dolphin hurting a a human. So, yeah, this seems like a pretty safe animal. Yep, there's, there's really very few cons to a dolphin. Yeah. Very, uh, very little, uh, especially if you lived out and kept it out in the wild with your beachfront property, then uh, mm-hmm. very f- little that you would have to do to take care of it. Exactly. Yeah, I imagine having such an intelligent animal, too, could come in handy if they need to, you know. Um, Sense when you're in danger or something yeah, like that. Yeah, or like maybe you need some sort of underwater bridge built and they could like oh brother mark the different areas for the pylons to go down i did hear that the military Boom. was trying to train dolphins for mm-hmm. reconnaissance oh, really? purposes what? so they can navigate minefields underwater minefields and really? such that's you told that's, that's what cool. that's what i've heard they, they've been listed at the top of intelligence charts on animals and some, mm-hmm. in some mm-hmm. lists although i'm sure it's kind of hard to totally judge that Based on what test you give, but I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> and I also have an interesting tidbit about dolphins. Okay. And that is that unlike land animals, dolphins breathe and eat through separate holes. Hmm. Only where their blowhole is used only for breathing, obviously, and their mouth, they don't breathe through. They just eat through it. That way when they go and open up and swallow things underwater, they don't have to worry about choking. So I thought that was a pretty interesting fact. And so, anything else you guys have to add about the dolphin? I just have a quote I want to add from The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams. On the planet Earth, man had always assumed that he was more intelligent than dolphins because he had achieved so much. The wheel, New York, wars, and so on. Whilst all the dolphins had ever done was muck about in the water having a good time. But, conversely, the dolphins had always believed that they were far more intelligent than man, for precisely the same reasons. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good quote. Yeah, I like that one. Dolphins always seem to be having so much fun. I want to go play with some dolphins. Well, I'm glad to see we're all in agreement. Yeah. That the dolphin would be the coolest pet. Pretty sure that's our first three-way number one crossover. I know, that's pretty awesome. Ten to one history. Glad it's to unanimous. be part of this achievement. <laughs> Anybody have any honorable mentions that didn't get mentioned during the podcast? I was going to have bunnies on here, and then I hmm. thought, no, river otters are so much cooler. Yeah, that was... Bunnies got shoved off. The rabbit actually was on my honorable mention list. I've known a lot of people that really enjoyed having rabbits as pets. Hmm. And so I could see how that could be fun. They're pretty snuggly. Mm-hmm. Also mm-hmm. on my list, I had tiger. <laughs> and so, yeah, that mentioned. Uh, I had a passenger pigeon. Unfortunately, they're extinct, but it would have been a cool pet. Delivering notes to your friends and such. Mm, wow. And uh, then the only other honorable mention I had was the lightning bug. So I did have an insect, mm. but hmm. I like those. Okay. Kind of keep them in a jar and have them mm-hmm. light up the room. Yeah, that would be cool. I could see that one. And the only other one I had on here as a possible honorable mention was the chinchilla. They're just such soft creatures. Isn't that like a Mexican food? No, you're thinking chimichangas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now the chinchillas, those are the super soft ones that bathe in dust. 
All right, I'm going to have to look a picture of this. Yeah. Their fur is so thick that water can't get through to their skin. So they <laughs> bathe by, like, rolling in dust. Oh, those are cute. Yeah. Another rodent. I yep. don't think so many rodents would make the list. Who knew? <laughs> All right. Well, this has been a more fun episode than I thought it would be. <laughs> uh, you make a really great guest, Micah. So thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, my pleasure. We'll have and to do it again sometime. Yes, definitely. And we hope that you, the listener, has enjoyed this as well. Feel free to contact us and let us know what your favorite pets are, imaginary or otherwise. And by imaginary, of course, I mean it's a real animal. Just you imagine it would make a good pet. You can contact us by going to our website, tto.coser.us, add a slash 53, and you'll go straight to the show notes for this website, for this episode. Or you can go to... Our email address, tto at coser.us. We're going to be having one more guest on this podcast before we take a short hiatus. Until then, I'm Melissa Coser. I'm Brian Coser. And I'm Mike Abusey. And you've been listening to 10 to 1. Okay, so brainstorm real quick. What is maybe the worst pet that you can imagine having? Komodo dragon. And then <laughs> parrots. Boo. I think a skunk would be pretty bad. Yeah. Unless there's a way to remove their glands. Their glands. I'm sure there's Even a then, way to there probably is. It. Even then, they don't seem like they'd be great pets. Mm. I was thinking. Could be worse, though. Kangaroos. Seem like they would be cool, but I don't think I'd actually want that as a pet. I think a porcupine might be kind of rough. Yeah, not cuddly at all. Mm. A mosquito. Probably a whale would make a pretty bad. Yeah, mosquitoes. Any kind of bugs, really. Almost any kind of bug. I don't know that a shark would make a very good pet. No. Or an octopus. <laughs> Unless it's a whale shark. What about a water buffalo? Oh, everybody's got a water buffalo. <laughs> I don't have a water buffalo. Where's my water buffalo? <laughs> what do you mean you don't have a water buffalo? 